thought-leading, data-driven, safety-focused. This is The Blind Spot, a podcast by Samba Safety. Welcome to The Blind Spot, a podcast by Samba Safety. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Now, many of us get into our cars every day and head to work or start our mornings, and we probably don't give too much of a thought to whether or not we're making the road a safer place. But DriverKnowledge.com tells us there are 6 million auto accidents per year in the United States alone, so this is clearly a big issue that deserves our attention. And joining me today to talk about that is Eric Waldinger. He's the Chief Marketing Officer at Samba Safety. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, uh, Eric, I think sometimes it can be human nature to not consider certain risks until after something bad happens and it's too late, right? So, the, But the benefits for companies to preemptively think through safety on the roads through continuous driver monitoring are obviously huge, right? Absolutely. When you start thinking about what continuous driver monitoring can do for an organization, it's really about keeping your employees safe, your brand safe, you know, and most importantly, helping to reduce crashes and keep the roads safe. And, you know, Samba Safety, we're really focusing on trying to reduce crashes 20% in the next five years using advanced data and stats and, and educating our, our customers on how to keep the road safer. Is it simply that there are so many crashes that there's just such a high volume that it feels like, um, I don't know, that we've almost gotten numb to it? Well, you know, it's funny you, you, you mentioned that because one of the things that we talk a lot about at Samba Safety is how do we make people start caring again mm. about crashes? And I, again, I use a distinction between crashes and accidents. 94% of crashes are actually preventable. Uh, only 6% of them are actually due to, let's call it weather and or, you know, your, your car breaks down in a, in a way you're not expecting. Right. Um, so people, y- you become numb to it. I mean, if you look at the last three consecutive years, over 40,000 people have died on the road each year. So one of the major things that we want to be able to do at Samba Safety is is help elevate the importance of driver safety. You know, there's major airline incidences where, you know, a, a airplane may crash and 150 people unfortunately lose their lives. Um, and then that becomes major news and and there's this huge rally cry around how do we make airlines safer? But at the same time, 90 people die a day on auto-related accidents. And you know, part of what we want to be able to do is not only help organizations figure out how do they reduce crashes, but how do we ultimately save lives? So it's not just about the financial impact of the the crashes. It's about saving lives and doing the right thing by your employees. Absolutely. And uh, I wonder just how much uh, distracted driving has begun, to, has begun to contribute to that over the last several years, just as more and more people, I mean, I think everybody has a smartphone these days pretty much. And so you see uh, a lot more people texting, checking Instagram, Twitter, all of those things while they're driving. That has to be contributing to this on some level, right? Uh, it absolutely does. Um, in fact, it, it actually has a, a high impact. So when I look at the category of reckless driving, which also includes the distracted driving component to it. Mm -hmm. Reckless driving in 2017, there were 4.4 times more reckless driver violations than alcohol or drug violations. 2018, 4.8 times more. And so far, January kind of year to date, we're looking at 4.3 more in violations. Now, violations can ultimately be a leading indicator of crashes. Um, And as you look at that, it's important. Now, what's interesting is also 
there were 39 states that had the highest citations were in reckless driving. Uh, some were, uh, others were speeding. So if I look at like Arizona, Colorado, um, North Carolina, Texas, where you would see speeding site, uh, having more citations. Yeah. But 39 states, according to all of our data, um, is where you saw reckless driving, which includes the distracted driving in that, in that conversation. Goodness gracious, that's that's absolutely insane. Now, when you look at this from a company or from a business or organizational perspective, companies obviously spend a lot of time, money, effort on building their brand, on building that recognition and uh, kind of having their identity out there be a positive thing. But all it takes, right, is is one incident from an employee or something along those lines, uh, you know, a, a couple of crashes, things like that, to change that brand identity, to change what people think of when they hear that name, right? So this isn't just, um, as much as it's about safety, there's also a brand awareness, a brand identity kind of thing that's part of this, right? Sure. Well, and as a marketing person, it's a a huge piece for me. Um, In fact, so I'll I'll tell a little story about as I joined uh, Samba Safety for the first time and recognized that I actually was being monitored as a driver. And, you know, obviously as a father and um, a husband, it's been very important to me on how I drive. I started to change my driving behavior when I had children. But really what got me is when I started at Samba Safety and recognized how my driving behavior not only affects me, but it affects my brand and affects my organization. So my driving habits have changed dramatically since I've joined here. I now know I will not touch my phone. I will not touch text messaging while I'm driving because I actually recognize the importance it is to keep both hands on the steering wheel and pay attention you know, while I'm driving. Now, when I put that to my brand, the last thing I want is the chief marketing officer at Samba Safety to get pulled over for distracted driving when our job is to evangelize that we want to keep the road safer. Um, but there are so many examples of good brands who have had drivers on the road who should not be there, whether their license was suspended, whether that was for an administrative violation, whether it was because they were speeding. Now, there's a ton of tools out there, um, but your brand can be impacted every single day based off of driver behavior. Absolutely. So let's say there's a brand, uh, there's a company, there's an organization that's interested and they want to know a little bit more about how they can help the roads become a safer place, what they can do, what their part in that can be. Uh, Where should they start? What's the first thing that a company can do to really uh, begin to start that process? Well, I think first is identifying your drivers within your population. So there's a, a couple different segments within your organization. There's the federally regulated trucking. Um, in some cases, if you've got all, all three components. And a lot of that is, you know, governed by the CSA. You've got the FMCSA out there that, you know, there, there's a lot of people who have their hands around how to handle those federally re- regulated uh, truckers. The next area is really what we consider the gray fleet. So those are the people who are driving your trucks because you work for a telecom company or you are in pharmaceutical sales and your sales reps are out there. It's people who are driving on your behalf. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that brand has to be on the side of the truck. So the first thing is you want to understand your driver behavior. And so what what we do at Samba is over the last 30 years, we've monitored and and we have actually records, uh, motor vehicle records, and over 730 million, um, sorry, we have over 730 million records in our database. 
Of that, we monitor over 2 million drivers on a daily basis. And with that monitoring, instead of having to pull a motor vehicle record every single day or every single week or every single month, essentially what you can do is you can get notifications on your driver's behavior. You understand how are they driving not only at work, but how are they driving when they leave the office? Interesting. Um, you know, we work heavily in some areas with oil and gas companies. Now, oil and gas workers are 16 times more likely to get into an auto-related accident and have a fatality after their shift is over, if they're working on, on, on rigs or if they're working, you know, in rural, um, you know, a, a rural area where they need to go drive seven hours back home, but they've just worked a 16-hour shift. So if you can start with the basics of understanding just how your people drive, it does a couple things. I think one, it helps you identify not only driver behavior, but in many cases, it helps you identify areas where people might be having problems. So I'll use an example of one of our uh, companies in the construction area. When they first used uh, driver monitoring, first they were really worried about, is this, are my employees going to feel like it's big brother? And what they recognized is some of their worst drivers when you first pulled the monitoring are now their best. And because what they used this was a retention tool and a coaching tool. So instead of asking, why didn't you use your left turn signal? Or why do you have two more speeding tickets this month than you've ever had before? They start off with, hey, we've, ne we've noticed some irregularities on, on your driving record. Is there anything going on that we can help you with? Whether it's something at home or whether it is something you know at work, before we talk about that piece, what's going on? And what they found is actually their worst violator is now their best driver and their biggest evangelist. Because it turned out, unfortunately, his wife was going through a cancer treatment. And so he wasn't sleeping. And no one in the organization knew about it because this gentleman was a proud man and didn't want to talk about it at work. Well, once they were able to get him the right resources and were able to get every all the information in, now all of a sudden, not only is he the best driver, but he's also their most, best recruiter for, for um, you know, for his peers. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And I think that that speaks to the notifications, right? Yeah, that, that kind of real-time feedback and info. Because the way that it's traditionally done, and you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, is people have to run reports either monthly or you know twice a year and that sort of thing. And that's time-consuming, but that also doesn't give you that immediacy, right? And having notifications allows you to kind of respond to issues as they come up in, in basically real-time, right? Yeah, so we at Samba Safety talk a lot about the visibility gap. And the visibility gap is most organizations believe that they're doing driver monitoring today by pulling a motor vehicle record once a year. The problem is if you pull it on January 2nd and then you process everything once a year and a one of your employees gets a DUI on January 5th and does not self-report, now all of a sudden you have this huge visibility gap. This person may not self-report. They may not tell you that their license is suspended and they continue to work, uh, drive for work. Now, God forbid they get into an accident. Now, all of a sudden, when you started asking me earlier about brand, now the brand is, is responsible. The organization is responsible for knowing this information. But because they don't have the visibility into what's happening, all of a sudden, now they're liable and they're in potential large litigation lawsuits versus understanding that I got into a, I got a DUI five days after I, you pulled our MBR and I won't catch it till the next year. And so mm -hmm. by having continuous driver monitoring, you know what's happening. Um, and so we look a lot at 
people who are driving on suspended license. 8% of your workforce typically um, is driving on a suspended license. And, and they're doing a lot of those are two administrative uh, features. So administrative might be you didn't show up at court although that's a bigger violation, or you just may not even know it because you thought you sent a check-in and you didn't send it in time and there is administrative pieces on there. So a lot of this is how do you clear those things up? Because look, most of the time it's a mistake um, because someone forgot to do something or didn't recognize the process. So mm -hmm. now making sure, you know, the uh, making it instead of taking four months to clear up, you clear it up at a much faster time. Absolutely. So all of this kind of strikes me as, you know, we, we want the roads to be a safer place. We want to feel confident that when we drive that we're going to make it to where we're going or that we feel safe having the kids in the back of the car and that sort of thing. And I think that uh, for companies and organizations, as they look at the impact that they can have, this is one of those things where if you think about it on the front end, you avoid headaches and you save yourself a lot of time, money, struggle, pain, you know, all of those things on the back end. If you just can Consider what you can do, you know, to prevent these things from ever happening. Yeah, and, and so that's part of where Samba's headed. So, you know, we have for years been the market leader in providing motor vehicle records and providing the data and analytics behind it. Now, most organizations look at their safety policy and they really have a, you know, a, a score against the safety policy. And that's kind of, that's back looking. Right, you want to understand can Eric Waldinger drive based off of what we have created as an organization? So I don't have DUIs or I, I have very few violations, so I'm you know considered a low risk driver. Well, what we've actually identified and, and have moved towards is really that predictive model. Hmm. So we have a bunch of data um, scientists who have been working on ways to predict not just your risk score but also to understand, not just your policy score, so how do you match up against the policy, but how do we match up against risk? And so understanding that you may have 200 drivers or 2,000 drivers, policy and risks are not hand to hand, do, do not mean that they're hand to hand. Because we have so many records and because we work with so many organizations and understand the leading indicators to crashes, we can have with pretty close certainty tell you who are the next 10 people most likely to get into an accident or a crash in your organization based off of their driving behavior. And finding that hidden risk within your driver um, profile is actually where we think this is headed. And you, know, you wanna be able to figure out and tell a risk or safety manager how to actually take action, how to train, how to properly have those conversations and how to stop some of the accidents before they happen. We recognize we can't stop all of them, but if we can reduce them, it's a significant impact. And, and the last piece around monitoring, when I start looking at the Hawthorne effect, we know anyone who is monitored on average has a 14% lower accident rate. They also have a 23% lower violation rate. Just knowing that your organization is is watching how you're driving makes you a better driver. And mm -hmm. because of those numbers, we're really excited that we do think that, you know, reducing crashes 20% in the next five years is in reach. If we can just get people to start monitoring their drivers in a more consistent way and really starting to take control of the roads as much as possible. Absolutely. Well, let's set that goal. Let's make that happen. And uh, I know that that's something that's very, very uh, near and dear to your heart there at Samba Safety. So Eric Waldinger, thank you so much for joining me talking about this today and uh, helping make the roads a safer place.
Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast, but until then, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you get future episodes immediately downloaded to your mobile device. And like I said, we'll be back soon with more episodes, but until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.